All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And don't mind the barking dog. He will stop in a minute. Um, <laughs> got me distracted. Um, again, thank you so much for being here. We are excited about our show today. And if you are new to me, to the Laura Canfield Show, to the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series, Thank you for being here with us. And if you're watching live or on replay on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel, hit the bell to be notified of all of our calls. Normally, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, we have live shows. Sometimes days differ, but please do join us and subscribe and join. All right. So today, um, you know, and of course, my intention for everyone who is joining all these calls or this whole platform is to raise the vibration of the planet, raise the vibration of consciousness and humanity on the planet, and give you tools, resources, uh, support, information, techniques, processes that can help you to get out of struggle and get into thriving so that you can live your life with greater ease and joy and really have fun in life, right? We're not meant to struggle. We are meant to thrive and enjoy our lives. So we have wonderful speakers and guests here with us every week, <laughs> most weeks. And today uh, we have Vijay Israni here with us. And it's the first time he's on our show. So this is going to be really exciting and new and different. And he's going to be talking to us about Evolve, life transformations, the two major aspects of Ascension. And in this masterclass with Vijay, we are going to discuss uh, what completion is, right? And and how how closure can come with completion. We're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about karma. We're going to be talking about our story of birth and rebirth, what that means. We're going to be talking about our right side of the body and the left side of the body, how they relate to our mother and father. <clears throat> and those are major relationships in our lives. And we're going to be talking about our soul progression and ascension. We're also going to be doing several processes as well. We're going to be taking some live caller questions. So it's going to be a full, full show with lots of information, lots of processes. And I'm so excited because this is the first time that Vijay is here with us. And um, I always love to learn something new and experience, you know, new processes, etc. So for those of you who don't know Vijay, like I said, it's his first time here with us, but you may know him from other places and other shows. Um, so just briefly, he is a relationship healer, a core cause specialist, a breakthrough coach, and a com completion catalyst. He shut down his international award-winning IT firm to pursue his life purpose, where he transitioned into connecting to core causes of his own sufferings of challenging relationships, negative energies, stagnancy in his work, ancestral issues, and so much more. After clearing his own patterns, he now has helped more than a thousand people to discover completion in their lives in the fields of health, money, um, and relationships. Today, he, he his expertise is in relationship healing, ancestral healing, Bach flower therapy, Buddha healing, Merkaba healing, and they're all aimed at completion and closure. So please join me in welcoming Vijay to the show. Vijay, welcome. Thank you so much, Alara. Thank you so much. And welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm so glad that you're here, Vijay. And because it is your first time, can you just take a few moments and, you know, share with us your journey <laughs> a little bit of how you got to be where you are? We we we, we talked about it in the, in the intro already a little bit, but can you just share a little bit more about your journey and and, you know, how you got started and 
you know, how you are such a wonderful healer. Because I saw some of the testimonials, I have to admit, they're like mind-blowing, like wonderful testimonials. So um, I'm excited to hear what you have to share with us today. So uh, for everybody here, this has been a journey. I was not actually, uh, even today when I when people ask me, I tell them I'm not a healer because ultimately it is you yourself who are the healer. We are just mediums. So, uh, and I was never into all of this. It was like, I was, I was into IT business right from the very start. Uh, but then uh, there was a certain amount of dissatisfaction which was already there in that particular business. Uh, and uh, it so happened that in 2014, my father passed away. And then I had uh, a lot of things were left incomplete because uh, as you might know that when, when a relationship certainly uh, is cut off, then there are certain things in, in your mind which you need to share with them, certain things you need to tell them, certain things you need to hear from them. So everything was left incomplete, like, so everything. So so it was like uh, it was like connecting to him, connecting to his soul as to where he is, how he is, and how has been the afterlife journey for him. So in that quest, I got to know as to what happens after death. And then I wrote my first blog. Uh, and then I had a YouTube video also on what happens after death. Uh, and then later on, uh, in my quest to find out uh, about uh, the things and the factors which affect human life, it is there that I came in touch in 2016 with uh, with an enlightened master. There were two or three masters. And then one of them, he told me, he asked me what you do. I, I told him I am into IT field and I do uh, computers, laptops and stuff. So he said, your stuff, your your uh, your business is going to shut down. You're going to shut down this work. And uh, you are, uh, you're going to enter into spirituality business. And then you're going to actually uh, transform lives of many people. So at that time, that was that was just a vague thing for me. But as time passed by, I I myself was not satisfied with the work kind of work I was doing. So I shut down consciously, shut down my firm, and I joined my mom Kavita ji. Uh, she's she was she's a Reiki grandmaster, and she used to do uh, quite a few things. So I just joined her, and then from there I started my journey with bachelors, and then I started to channel. I started to connect to the divine because. Uh, the regular healings, uh, to be very frank, they don't uh, they don't excite me. So I so I got connected to Lord Shiva. I got connected to the Divine Feminine Madhuga. I connected to Buddha, and uh, and then I got a lot of answers for myself. I connected to my ancestors, and uh, as I got the answers, I also got the methodology to heal my situations. And as I healed, started healing my situations, people started coming to me. I started attracting people who were in similar situations. And it is then that uh, I actually uh, got down to develop, to download methodologies and uh, uh, modalities, 100% uh, downloads from, from either Shiva or from Buddha or from uh, Madhurga, Divine Feminine. And then, then came the workshops. These all workshops were formed. And uh, through that, all these things. So that, that has been the journey. And, and I'm a spiritual researcher as well, because I research, I look into things as to what, if things are not happening, definitely there are reasons behind it. So I look into getting into the reasons and working on that. And once I work on that, I definitely get a way out of coming out of that. And then that is what I share with the people who come across. And uh, as far as, as far as, uh, going on till now, it's been it's been a wonderful journey. Yeah, it's been ups and downs because uh, if you are on a spiritual journey, definitely it's not going to be it's not going to be a very very uh, happy happy situation all the times. 
So, so it's it's been a merry-go-round thing, but then that's how all the spiritual journeys have been of all the masters as well, right? So, so that's 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 how I am here. And and just because this has been a tested and a downloaded modality, these have been downloaded modalities and programs. Uh, it's here that a lot of people get very quick benefits through these programs. And these are my own experiences which I bring about. So whatever whatever I speak about is has been my own experience, and that is the one thing that has worked for me. And for people as well. So there have been many, many experiences which have been happening, and just just taking just just uh, uh, taking this work ahead. That's that's how it has been. Wonderful, thank you. And yes, I'm so glad that you said that about the spiritual journey it has ups and downs. It's a merry-go-round. It's not always happy, happy, joy, joy. Absolutely, and <laughs> I can definitely attest to that. But it is, you know, it is a slow. I, I hate to say progression, but slow growth there's still growth and expansion as you go through the challenges um so today i know we're talking about evolve life transformations and we're talking about ascension so with that i know one of the key points that we want to talk about today is about completion right at completing contract relationships etc um, so I want to ask you about that in one second, but first I just wanted to tell everyone that if you have a question, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat for those of you who are here live, right? So let's get started with the, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot to unpack and it's all brand new <laughs> for most of us anyway. So let's talk about completion, right? And um you know, it's interesting how for, for myself for this year, I feel like this is a completion year for me. There are certain things that I am completing that I had been, you know, sitting by the wayside kind of thing. So those I, I'm in that stage of completion of certain things. Um, so that's interesting that we're talking about completion today. Okay. So uh, when we talk about ascension primarily, ascension means completion of everything. There are thousands of unopened, there, there are thousands of opened ends in our lives. Uh, if you see different, different aspects which have not been completed. So uh, we are all incomplete beings. We carry in us incomplete things. And that, that is why there is birth. And that is why there is rebirth. And again, there is birth. So that is how it goes on. Uh, till the time we don't complete all of these, ascension is just a mere word in the dictionary. Right? And uh, there are two major aspects of ascension, which uh, I would like to cover today in today's call. Uh, and uh, and there are there are many, many people who are on the path to ascension and they are really, really developed. I've come across so many people. But then these are two things which I, in my own journey, I have found out and uh, in my channelings also, that these are the two things which people have paid less attention or no attention to. And as I go, go ahead, uh, maybe you'll, you'll get a much more clearer picture on this. So completion needs to be to, to, to be reached in these two aspects to escalate our progress towards ascension. Now, coming to the question as to what exactly is completion. Now, completion means the end. In the spiritual domain, everything has to end energetically. So what happens, like an example, like uh, in, in the materialistic world, in the external world, uh, if you have a certain argument with somebody and you walk off, so we feel that, okay, it's the end. There are people who will come in between, they'll intervene and then they'll say, okay, he's right, okay, he's right. And then you'll make up. So so on the face of it, we make up. Or on the face of it, we quarrel and then we, we move apart and we don't speak to each other or what, whichever way we handle that situation. So we feel that an end has been reached. So possibly in, in the external world, it can be an end wherein either you don't talk to that person or, or you don't deal with that person. But spiritually, 
that is not the end. Energetically, it has to end. By default, whatever is not ended will keep on continuing in, in our lives. Uh, so, uh, so in other words, it is whatever is not completed will keep on flowing in our lives in the form of repetitions and patterns. And that is why you see, we keep re repeating patterns. We keep repeating incidents in our life. Generally, two to three months, we repeat small, small things, minor things, not very minor, but then yes. And we repeat major patterns every 12 to approximately 12 to 15 years. So anything that has majorly happened, uh, possibly in 2008, 2010 is going to repeat here. So why it is repeating? Uh, it is repeating because that has not been completed. So in spiritual terms, it is said that we are not human beings, we are pattern beings. We keep, we keep repeating patterns and we live these patterns day in, day out. And hence, systematically, we need to reach a completion on all these patterns. Until the time there is no closure, we will, we will, the same things will keep on happening. So the true meaning of uh, enlightenment is simply completion of all aspects of life. And when we go on completing and having closure to all of this, we reach that state. Till such time, we are merely searching the path or just speaking about it, but not exactly walking the path. So that 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 is called completion. A closure to everything which has not which has not ended energetically. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I love that. And so now I'm trying to think back. Okay, what was happening 2008, 2010? <laughs> it was not a good time, <laughs> to be honest. I was um, separated, separating from my ex-husband and getting divorced from my ex-husband at that time. So I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. You know, so it's like, it, it's important to think about how I was feeling, what I, you know, what I was going through. And seeing if any of the patterns from that time are being reflected again now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Okay, I will keep that in mind. Um, awesome. So now you talked about maybe you mentioned it, and uh, but you, you talked about two major aspects of ascension, right? And one of them is completion or closure. What was the second one? Yeah. So when we talk about ascension, it is about completion of all things. Now about all things, when we talk about there are a lot of things now. Out of these two, the two major ones and the two, according to me, in my own journey, which I found that people not don't pay much heed to these two. Number one is relationships and the second is ancestral influence. So till the time we don't look into these two, because these two are the things that affect us very, very majorly, other, more, more than or most than the other, other things, uh, any other thing. So completion in relationships is the beginning of the completion of karma. We talk about karma, but then till the time we don't complete the relationship. And that is why if you see, uh, just, just look into your lives. Uh, everybody possibly, most of the people, they will have either one or two or more than that also challenging relationships in their life. It can be uh, challenging, a challenging father, a challenging mother, a challenging spouse, challenging sibling or, or challenging children. So somebody or the other or a challenging friend too, if there are no close relationships. So, so all these things are there. It is a ploy of the universe to help us complete. And that is why they are there in that, in that spectrum of our, of our life. And uh, the completion would always start with uh, closure and completion, energetic completion of relationships. So many don't pay heed to, to this aspect and the, and the two aspects rather. Uh, and go on doing healings after healings and healings after healings and everything under the sun, little realizing that that uh, this is such a major, major 
uh, aspect to ascension and I'll, as we go on I'll, I'll share with you on a real example of an enlightened master as to how it happened to him so it is more of an inner work than any external force of energy so that is why it is not mere healing it is about inner work it has to it has to go from within the closures has to happen within and it is about about repairing of the heart chakra it is about opening of the heart chakra and uh, many times people feel that okay relationships have cut the cords and things like that and then it's over and done but but no if if these are karmic karmic bonds if these are karmic relationships the the cords immediately within minutes or within seconds they can reform and we are under the illusion of oh, we have cut the cords and the relationships are healed. And these cords are not connected to just the heart chakra. These cords are connected to almost all the chakras, many of the chakras. So basically, uh, relationship healing cannot be done by mere cord cutting. It is, it is a karmic process. It is a process. And uh, when, when done properly, only then can a closure uh, come into effect. Uh, because this is not any psychological work. This is a pure, deep, spiritual inner work. So spirituality is a lot deeper than, than probably we know it to be. And uh, as you go on doing it, uh, your, your state, your state of existence shows it, shows it. So it's basically the completion in relationships that is the very first thing uh, which need to happen. And that can only happen when you come out of this vicious BC loop. So, so that's, that's. Okay. So <laughs> next question, what is the. What is the BC loop? <laughs> okay. So uh, the BC loop is basically the blaming and changing loop. Now, take, for example, any relationship around you, any, any person you know or anybody. So even if you're a healer here in the room, so there are quite a few people who would come to you and then uh, they speak about relationship. But then when they come and when they speak about uh, the other person whom they are not happy with, can be spouse, it can be any relationship. So they are always trying to blame the other person. That is the very first thing. And that is a natural state of, uh, of being nowadays of uh, people, wherein the very first thing is that they'll blame that, oh, he did this, he did this, she did this, she did this. So that is the very first thing. And that's the second thing is that they look into changing the partner. Many times if the partner is changeable. So uh, the spouse relationship, especially because mother, father, you can't change, you walk away and you get into a different house and then you you stay alone and stay away from them and try to change the situation that way so we are constantly at all the times escaping that situation and getting into this bc loop this bc loop is a very vicious loop this is about the blaming and changing we blame we change we blame we change so the thing is that uh, we are doing all that little realizing that the energies would keep following us it would keep following us to the last breath uh, let me give you a couple of examples, and these are real, real examples. There is, there is, uh, there was a small-time actress in in Bollywood. Now, this actress, she had married uh, a a particular uh, person, and then uh, the marriage was a really challenging one. And day in day out, there used to be physical and uh, verbal abuses against each other. And then they used to go to the police station and then they used to lodge complaints against each other and things like that. So what happened was that uh, one day uh, it, came to, it came to a boiling point and then both of them, they divorced. Now, when they divorced, it was at that time that this actress, she married uh, another person after a while. And uh, it was like 
a new beginning because that's what actually happens whenever you have you come out of marriage and marry someone else you always feel it's a new beginning now eight to ten years down the line these this actress and this now husband the second husband is is there at the same police station uh, they are they are charging each each uh, other against for ver verbal abuse for physical abuse the same the same charges are being levied by both of them against each other so what had happened is that this lady thought that that husband is gone and now it's a new beginning one two years three years it was there but as the energies came in in around six years eight years ten years it became exactly the same situation so what i try to i'm trying to come to is that we cannot we cannot escape this is going to follow us right so we feel that maybe we can blame we can change and we can come out of the situation but no till the time there is no energetic completion no energetic closure that thing will keep following us and that is where why there is birth and rebirth and things like that so let me take you into another example uh, there was this uh, lady who had come to me once and uh, this lady she wanted to have a tarot reading and then she said uh, I'm not, uh, I'm a divorced, uh, I'm divorced, and she was around 50 years old, and she said, I'm divorced, and I'm living with uh, uh, a living partner, and I'm thinking of marrying that guy, so uh, I want, I want you to give me a reading as to whether I should marry him or not, so my obvious question, a logical question was, uh, why do you think, or why, why the question is that you should marry or not, if you love him, then by all means, go ahead and marry him, she said, no, he's showing certain traits of my ex-husband. So that is why I am feeling that would it, would it, would he turn, would he, uh, would he in future become like him? So then I went back and I asked her a couple of things and how uh, they had divorced. It was, it was again a very challenging situation wherein they had divorced. I told him till the time you don't have closure with your ex-husband, there is no point and there is no point in picking out a tarot card. On the face of it, it's very simple. I can tell you that till the time you, you have not had a closure with the ex-husband, the same traits are going to come in this guy. So, so just go through certain processes and, and close with or complete with your ex-husband. And then you can say that this is a new slate, that this is a new beginning, that you're starting from point zero. Otherwise, you're starting from the same point where you had left that relationship. So this is just the continuation. The name changes, the body changes, the face changes rest of all everything is the same so these relationship wounds need to be healed up till the time these relationship wounds are not healed up till that time not much can happen as far as relations are concerned awesome thank you so it's like would that be the case with most relationships? I mean, I guess, you know, depending on how much inner work we're doing, how much healing we're doing from our past relationships, because I mean, I know, like, I'm, I've married three times now, <laughs> my first husband, second husband, third husband, they're totally different. And I, I feel like I did a lot of work between uh, each one, <laughs> you know, so I don't think uh, they are carrying the same traits. But I might be carrying some of the same traits as I had. Uh, definitely, there were some fears which I, I noticed came up um, 
uh, and then I had to heal and clear those. So it wasn't like the cord cutting per se, but it was looking at myself and what fears were coming up, what emotions were coming up, et cetera, yeah. right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. And it's it's important for all of us to really look at that as well, because otherwise we're just going to, again, go into the blaming game, right? It's his fault. And I was like, what about you, right? So yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so you know, like we 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 are in relationship with so many people. Like we're basically in relationship with everyone, right? So we have to heal all the relationships. I mean, I have sisters, I have a brother, I have brother-in-laws, sister-in-laws, you know, cousins, aunts, uncles, clients, you know, colleagues, etc. Like we can't so heal every everybody. Yeah. So the formula is very simple. It's absolutely simple. With whomsoever you're not comfortable. With whomsoever, if you just close your eyes and just look into bring out one, each relationship in front of you, and you feel certain certain uh, discomfort in the heart, or or your gesture changes, or your body language changes, then definitely that is that is the relationship which you need to heal. If there is something, whenever when you just recollect of a person, and then you feel the love for him, it's not that you need to create that love, but just as he comes love and full acceptance it is then that you have accepted that person and and you're good with that person but if there is someone and most of the times it can happen uh when you actually look into uh, when you look into each relationship you will find that there has been something which had happened in the past and you're carrying just that one little hurt and that one little hurt is responsible for for the relationship gap or the relationship between the two two between these two people so these relationship wounds are are actually the key to be healed when you look into each relationship you need to analyze as to what have been the relationship wounds what have been the hurts with that particular person whatever hurt if you go back uh, and uh, if you go back and if you see okay this person had hurt me four years back now if you think of that hurt is it still hurting you now and you don't have to think for the conscious mind. You don't have to make yourself to believe, oh, I've come out of it. I've matured now and I'm much more because, because it's a faded memory now, but it is still a memory. It's there in, your, in the cellular memory. So uh, when you go back and when you think of that incident as it happened, does it, does it still give you, give you that, still bring out that anger, that resentment from you, from within you? If yes, then definitely you need to have closure with that person. And uh, if that doesn't bring out any kind of resentment and you are not from the conscious and from the subconscious, if you are, okay, it's over, it's done. And it's then, and your heart is the biggest validation. It's then that, that you're done with that particular, with that particular person. So uh, I wouldn't say there are many, but then it starts with the close relationships and uh, everything starts with the close relationships. And when you start healing your close relationships, father, mother, spouse, siblings, children, it is then that automatically the relationship outside of outside people start healing because the outside relationships are a mirror of the inside relationships. The external world is just a mirror of the internal world. So that's how it goes. Awesome. Thank you. Um, uh, so I was going to ask a question about, which we're going to talk about anyway, but we're talking about mother-father relationships, right? And so... I think I have a really good relationship with my parents, both of them. But at the same time, um, I always have issues on my left side of my body, which I know 
it's a mother issue, but I'm like, I love my mother and my mother loves me. I mean, like, there's nothing there. I mean, like she would do, she does and she would do anything. There's nothing there. I have no conscious anything, you know? So it's like, so I don't know. I don't know what that is. So maybe it's something else, but it's like, you know, um, people always say, well, you know, you have mother issues if it's on the left-hand side. And it's like, well, I don't have issues with my mother. I mean, she's really, she's the best mother ever. So I, I don't know what that is all about. So. Can, can can we just talk a little bit more about 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 the mother father relationship because I know not everybody has good relationships with their parents I get that um but uh I do luckily and um and then I also have kids right and I think I have a really good relationship with my kids or my kids have a really good relationship with me <laughs> so it's like you know um I don't know let's talk let's talk a little bit I feel like there's a lot coming up around that for some people so uh, so this is about uh, the right side of the body. We all know it is about father relationship. The left side denotes the mother. So if there is regular, if there is a regular thing which keeps on happening, uh, discrepancy on the right side, then definitely maybe you, you've got a wrist pain on the right side. You met with an accident on the right and there is a fracture on the right side. There is some ankle issue on the right side. So whatever is happening on the right side of your body and if it is happening, uh, uh, it, if it is a recurring happening, like something other other keep hap keeps happening, then definitely it is the issue with the father, and we all know that. Uh, now, uh, yeah, and there was a good question that you're very good with your mother, but then still your left side of the body is showing up that there is a mother issue. So the universe never lies. It's very simple that if the left side of the body is showing up, that is a universal truth. So it is then that you really need to look into as to what exactly is about your mother which you have not accepted. We feel that. We are with that person. We are helping that person. We are supporting that person. We are spending time with that person. And uh, in India, it is also called seva, doing seva of your parents. That means taking care of your parents. So all of that. So that is the criteria for good relationships. But that is not just the criteria. The major criteria is about acceptance. How well you accept the other person. So if there is that one single thing which you have not accepted about your father, that is going to come up in the form of life situations. That is going to show up in the form of in in on the right side of the body. So it is it is a message from the universe. See, the universe is so beautifully designed that you don't need any tarot cards, you don't need any readings, you don't need any leader, you don't need any medium. It's very simple. Your body itself is speaking up, and universe has its way of answering to even the people uh, who don't have all these resources to all these things. So to them also, it speaks that the right side of the body, the father's side, there are issues which are still unresolved. So when you don't accept a certain parameter about your father, if you feel your father gets angry at the drop of a hat, and then you, you and, and that, that, that is actually bringing out the anger from you, right? So of course, if you get deeper into it, it is said that if you cannot accept anger of the other person, if you get angry when the other person gets angry, somewhere you have not uh, come in terms with your anger. So uh, whatever you don't accept about the other person, it can be out of, say, thousand things. You might have not accepted five things. But then if that is also not accepted, that means it is not completely okay. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Got it. So there, there are certain things <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. I don't like about my mother or my father, for sure. But, I mean, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> they bug me yeah. sometimes yeah. you know yeah those so those those traits yeah, exactly bug me. so yeah. yeah so basically uh the spiritual the whole spiritual process is about 90 percent one enlightened master told me once it is about 90 percent releasing and 10 percent integrating but uh an illusion is that many people feel that oh it is bringing out something into yourself no it is about flushing out all the things which are not required by default yeah. when a child is born he's enlightened to the age of one two years and that is why people like to go around a child and whenever there is a small little baby our, our states also lighten up isn't it because that, that little baby it is not judgmental nothing and then when the mind develops after two years or so it is then that that all that thing comes into place. So basically, we all are born enlightened, but then we lose this enlightenment over a period of time through society pressure, through peer pressure, and through our karmic pressures, and all, all sorts of things. So basically, whatever we don't accept about our parents, for that matter, that will show up in the form of life situations. Uh, now, there are empirical ways also, like, for example, if we look into the money world, uh, if the if our relationship with our father is not good, if you have not accepted our father in totality, that person will keep on changing uh, jobs or he would keep on changing businesses, work spheres, and there would be very very little success he will have. He will keep on shifting. He will keep on new things, doing new new things uh, to to little success. If relationship with mother is not good, there will be regular obstacles in the way. So these are also now. These might, for a lot of you, a lot of people here, this might sound okay, from where did this come from? Uh, but then there, uh, all the spiritual uh, knowledge is not just about knowledge. You do it and you see. So it has empirical verifications. Like you do it, you get your own validation. Right? So the same way, when you start healing your relationship with your mother, it is then that slowly and steadily the obstacles start going away. From, from your life and your money world slowly and steadily it starts coming back on track with your father if it is not good and you start healing relationship with your father you you get up into something which works for you it starts working for you right rather than changing things the right side body pain automatically you start getting solutions to it automatically the body pain starts reducing or you find a good doctor who would start to heal you so that is the energetic way so that's how it happens so there are quite a few things related to mother and father, uh, which which speak about how our relationship is with them. And definitely these are the two major relationships with whom there should be a completion first up because we are born out of them, isn't it? So, so they like in a way they are our gods. So the completion has to has to happen with primarily these two to start with rather okay. these two. Got it. Yeah. yeah, no, that's so interesting. And but yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, I got it now. It's like, yeah, there are definitely some things which, you know, as it doesn't matter how much I love them, there's something that bug me. So yeah. <laughs> so that's I'm not neutral <laughs> for some in some areas. Um, all right. So I I, I want to talk about the ancestral issue um really quickly because that's a that's a big issue in that I'm I've never really considered the effect of my ancestors in my life, to be honest. And we have another guest tomorrow and she's she's wonderful and she always talks about ancestors, but I still have never really found the importance of that per se. So let's talk about, let's talk about how that might be affecting my ascension in my life. So before we speak about ancestors, let's finish the relationship thing, the relationship mm -hmm. boom. So let me share a little bit more more uh, light on the relationship thing. 
the relationship wounds are the biggest karmic bondages. Like uh, many people turn a blind eye to it, or maybe don't don't or neglect it, or maybe don't uh, get into these things. But but then uh, no progress, no development, uh, uh, no re no no negativity removal can happen. No progress can happen. No development can happen. No spiritual development can happen. No money issue can be resolved. No health issue can be resolved uh, fully. Uh, many of the things, many of these things are connected to our relationships. And I'll give you very uh, simple and uh, exam examples. Uh, now, there was this lady who was actually into, uh, who was a healer herself, and she has actually got uh, into one of our workshops called the Evolve Life Transformation. And towards the end of it, the last day, that is the Mother-Father Day, and towards the end of it, and she had done, she had tried all the methodologies, all the modalities of healing, which she knew to try to heal her knee pain. Uh, but then it could not. Uh, when I got her into the mother-father session towards the last day, 50% of her knee pain was immediately gone in 10 to 12 minutes of that, that session itself. And I have a video testimonial also to that effect, that 50% of the knee pain, she said, is gone. And she said, so many years I was having knee pain. And I tried all the healing methods whatever I know, and uh, things didn't happen. So that is about a uh, health issue getting resolved through, uh, uh, through setting right relationships with parents. Then there was this guy called Somit. Now, this guy was laid off during COVID in Mumbai. He used to work in the Mumbai docks, I think, somewhere in the Port Trust or something. And uh, then he didn't have, he didn't have, there was a lot of monetary issues and he had mother issues as well. So, uh, he went through a certain process and then after that he started doing that thing regularly. In around three to six months time, he actually, uh, and as COVID got over, he suddenly got a, a check of around, I don't remember the exact amount, but Indian, Indian rupees, it was something around 50,000 to 1 lakh Indian rupees. So he was so overjoyed that as he started healing his, his relationship with his mother, uh, he started to get money from from he he never expected even in the wildest of dreams that they had laid me off and then I'm not an employee of that company so so how can I get money from there how can they pay me now since I'm out and he got the money so so that's what and that is a very uh, huge example as far as ascension for all those people who are on the path to ascension there is this if you have heard of uh, Gurmateshwar or Bahubali now Bahubali was a king and then he uh, he was there and he tried, uh, he he wanted enlightenment, he wanted ascension. And he for 14 years, he stood at one place, naked, without, without anything on his body. And for 14 years, he, he had a closure with everything around him, even with the inanimate stone, with the birds, with the animals, with the plants, and with everything he knew. And, and he was in the state of Mauna. That means he was not speaking for 14 long years. He just stood at one place. That was the power of his meditation. One day, a yogi passed by. And uh, there, was, there was a tear from uh, Bahubali's eyes. And that tear was like a question mark to the yogi. So I've done everything. Now what more should I do to get enlightened? And that yogi told him, you have done completion with everything you have done with the stone, with the 
with everything, with the surrounding, with, with nature, with everything. And that's such a beautiful thing. But then you're not completed with your brother. Just have a closure with your brother. And immediately he got into the process. And as soon as, as he completed with his brother, he had a closure with his brother. Then immediately he got enlightened. And that is the story of Bhavali. And if you go to YouTube, it is there. Isha Sadhguru has shared that story. It's such a beautiful story. So, so all these things, they, they actually, they, they prove, they, they validate that as you set right relationships, automatically health, money, and even ascension, what we've been speaking about for, for so long, we've been speaking about now. So all these things, they, they actually fall into place. But then actually the thing is that what I have found is that there are more than victims of karma or life situations or problems. Uh, people are victims of ignorance. Uh, ignorance about the root causes, ignorance about the proper path, ignorance about how to go about it, ignorance about what to do, or ignorance about the life connections as to how these are connected to my life. So we we hence we get into doing healings and meditations and things like that. And we we actually don't get into the actual thing that is looking into these two major aspects. So that is about the relationship wounds, which I thought I'd share uh, these examples. Now coming to your prime question, the ancestors. Now, uh, another hidden aspect in our lives are ancestors. Now, many feel, I used to also feel uh, quite a few years back as to our ancestors, seven generations, they are, they are like, they're passed away. They are no more. So how can somebody who's no more affect our life? So uh, in India, there is a, uh, period of Pitrupaksh, which is called, which is the ancestral, and in every country there is. So um, when you get down and you uh, even Google, you come to know that ancestors, and this, these are by the enlightened spiritual masters that I'm told, ancestors are, we are connected to our ancestors in a much more deeper way than we think. Our ancestors are not dead, they are alive even today. Even today, we, we can progress to a limit as to the limit of our ancestors. If our ancestors are in a lower loka, that means a lower realm, we will also be in, in, in a lower state of consciousness. If our ancestors are in a very high zone or in a very high uh, uh, astral plane, we also would be spiritually and, and uh, materialistically developed and we will flower here. So there are two types of... Uh, uh worker workers so uh one and as as in in uh, trade and business you see there are hard workers and there are smart workers you do smart work and hard work in spirituality also there are people who are smart workers and there are people who are hard workers so hard workers keep on working keep on working keep on working on all the things okay this this this, this. smart workers are the one who understand things and they work on your ancestors because ancestors are the master keys. And the ancestors, they are in that zone where they cannot do any kind of spiritual work. And they depend on us. And all the spiritual work that we do here, for not just them, for us and our coming lineages, uh, by default, not just they benefit, we also benefit, our coming lineages benefit. So ancestors, uh, they are directly connected to our progress on earth. So, so 
if there is something, if there is someone who's looking out for fast results, then ancestors are the are the master keys to ancestors. Interesting. And and even if you don't know who they are, because um, like I'll be honest, I I I know, you know, <laughs> I don't know my answer. I know my grandparents, and that's about it. You know, so I, I don't know anything beyond that, really. Ah, so we need not, we need not, we don't, don't, don't know that. So I also don't know beyond my grandparents, who were my great grandparents. You know. But then what happens? There are, there are, there is these things which are called hereditary patterns or called heripads. Now, these are, these are the patterns which we inherit from our ancestors. Now, we feel that we inherit uh, only the looks, the mannerisms, and uh, the habits, the money from our ancestors, our houses, our homes from our ancestors, but then, but then it goes a lot, lot beyond it. We inherit the whole energy as such. So, if there has been some failure in the lives of our parents, of our ancestors, that failure is by default going to come into us. If there has been a heartbreak, if there has been business loss, if there has been uh, probably health issues, you see so many health issues now. Uh, look into blood pressure, look into heart issues, look into certain types of cancers, look into diabetes. Aren't these so many of these illnesses hereditary? You just look into whether father had, mother had, grandfather had, grandmother had, and you'll get your answer. So we inherit the whole energy as such. So not just the good things, we inherit these negative things as well, the not, not so pleasant things as well. In all the spectrums of life, be it health, be it money, be it relationship, we're going to, we, are, we, we inherit all of that. And then we we try to find out oh, what is it, what healing should I do? But till the time, if it is an ancestral pattern, the only thing that can help you out of it majorly is the ancestral healing. No other healing is going to, I don't say that it is not going to affect you. Definitely it will help. Healings do help because everything is divine. But then the healing which help, which will help the most would be the ancestral healing. Because <clears throat> like you have mm, uh, for a stomach ache or a stomach issue, or a liver issue or a kidney issue, you have separate medicine, isn't it? So the same way, there is a separate way to heal uh, the things which are there. So if you are looking out for ancestral things and their ancestral patterns, then the ancestral healing is only going to help. And ancestral blessings, let me tell everybody here in the room, because I am a recipient of that, a beneficiary of that. Ancestral blessings can help long, long way. It can, it can many a times it can turn things which are not so possible into very easily possible. Uh, because ancestors, when they, they are in a zone wherein when they are appeased, they are happy with us and they are in a higher zone, their blessings can really help us elevate, escalate our spiritual progress, not just our spiritual progress, our materialistic progress as well. So so they they we are we are very deeply connected to the energies of our ancestors. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, good to know. So, I, I mean, I think I definitely need to then, you know, work with my ancestors, do some ancestral healing, more ancestral healing, um, because, you know, there are still some things in my life that are not working regardless of what I do, right? So that's, you know, I think sometimes, like you said, the, the fast track is doing the ancestral healing, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Maybe I should focus on that. And that's one area I've never really focused on. I, mean, I do ancestral healing per se, but I'm not for myself. I've never really done it for myself. So, oops. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Okay, so do you, do you want to take a few minutes and talk about the packages and then we'll do some processes or where do you want to go now? Yeah, so let's speak about the package and then I'll get uh, everybody into a very beautiful process. Okay, so and let me just, uh, I'm just going to share my screen. So give me one second. One second here, everyone, just hold on. <clears throat> All right, you should be able to see my screen. All right, so we have two packages and uh, package A and package B. I'll go down here so it gives more information. All right, so um, Vijay, you can talk. And, and both packages are totally separate. So package B does not include package A. So package A is independent and package B is independent. Yeah, absolutely. So package A consists of this Evolve Life Transformation Workshop. And it's a basic workshop an entry-level workshop to the higher things. Now, this covers seven group sessions of 90, approximately 90 minutes per day. This is for seven days straight. And uh, this this uh, this takes you into the making of life imprints, how the life imprints are formed, how the contracts come into, into place, what exactly happens after death. Then it gets you into the BC loop, how we are victims of this BC loop and we, how we fall into the BC loop. It takes us into the three spectrums of karmic patterns. Because there are there are three spectrums only of karmic patterns. So what exactly are these? And then we heal our past patterns. How to heal our past? So that that is done through this particular workshop. There is a present life regression. Now all of you might have heard past life regression, but uh, then this is present life regression. So present life regression is right from the time from birth till today, uh, till today. Whatever hurts we have got, we get into uh, reliving those hurts and by reliving those hurts we relieve those hurts. There is a process in, in spirituality, it is a very deep process which <clears throat> the Buddha, he he experienced it a lot and then Mahathar Babaji all the enlightened masters, they actually went about healing their past. So no new future can, can take place until the time the past is healed. So we heal the past through present life regression and clear all the hurts, whatever you can experience in that time frame, uh, from, from right from birth, from the time you got into knowing things till today. That is a present life uh, regression. Then we get into 12 life lessons. We all come here to learn 12 life lessons. Now, we all like are shooting arrows in the dark, but possibly you don't know uh, your, uh, your situation uh, might be connected with something about learning something about learning and, and nothing about doing in action, but then about learning because uh, the learning arm of the karma is called a life lesson. So we all come here with 12 life lessons, all of us with 12 different life lessons. Some can be same, some can be similar, <clears throat> but then generally it is not the same for all of mankind. It is 12 different life lessons. So what exactly? So we take you into that session as well to try to detect your 12 life lessons and work around it. Then what are heripads and their influence? So we actually get down into detecting on pen and paper as to what are the ancestral patterns which you have inherited from your seven generations. So that is what is detecting of heripads. Heripads is hereditary patterns. Uh, we work with ancestral ritual. There is a very powerful ritual um, of ancestors which we teach and uh, in that. And uh, you start doing it. And as you start doing that, uh, <clears throat> it is then that you are opening up the you're opening the domains of ancestors that means you start appeasing your ancestors and things start happening and it is like see in spiritual uh 
in the spiritual arena, there is nothing which can be committed. But then a lot of things start happening when you start to appease your ancestors because they become all the more active in your life. There have there have been certain there are certain ancestors who are not happy at all with you, probably due to some XYZ reasons. But then when you start appeasing them, when you start doing that ritual, you start appeasing them, and then a lot of things start happening in your <clears throat> domain. So that's what, and then there is a shift meditation which is taught on the last day. And then also on the last day, you have the mother-father relationship. There is a manas ritual in which, as I mentioned, that lady, she uh, got rid of her knee pain. So that is a very, very <coughs> deep uh, meditation, the manas ritual. So all of that, and of course, bonus is one ancestral reading on which is the current primary pattern to work on at this time. That means the ancestral pattern. Mm -hmm. That is for everybody here. And this is group work. So this is all, all in a group, like possibly what we are doing right now. And uh, that is what it is. And uh, the value of this is <clears throat> uh, around 180, uh, around 170 to 180 USD in, in, in Indian rupees, it is around 14,000. But then the offer is at only 7,500 Indian rupees or $91. So that, that is what, and that starts on the 6th of March. And okay. uh, yeah, that is where we are celebrating the transformation week here in India. So uh, the 6th of March to the 12th of March. So those seven days in a, in a row, uh, there are these sessions and it would be at the same time like today. Awesome. And so I just wanted to clarify for everyone that the, 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 this, the workshop is 90 minutes every day. I think it's not just teaching, it's also experiencing and, and uh, processes, et cetera, right, PJ? Absolutely. There are no yeah. notes, no manual, nothing, everything okay. experiential. Awesome. And so there are two and three part payment plans available as well. And you can always use the 10% gift code from me uh, or your inner um, inner circle uh, gift code, whether it's VIP or uh, the free TIC. Use that. And then package B is a separate offer, and it includes five individual personal sessions of 45 minutes each. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, so this is a personal session. So all of those of you who would like to work on a personal one-on-one -on -one basis and you don't want to get into the group work. and it's a, So it covers almost everything, whichever we discussed in package A, except for a couple of things. So it is working on relationships. It is detecting the hereditary patterns. The ancestral ritual is taught. The present life regression we take you into. We take you into the 12 life lessons. So almost all of that at a, at a, at a personal level, at a one-on-one -on -one level. So mm -hmm. when we talk about the 12 life lessons in 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 the group session here we talk about the 12 life lesson and and try to help you to discover at least three four five of your life lessons because it is a one-on-one -on -one session in the group it is about educating and then you discover there are certain questions and answers whatever it is but then here it is like a little bit more focused towards you and yeah. of course the ancestral reading is there support on 30 days whatsapp group on in both cases it is there and uh, this would be at a mutually suitable time for both of us, uh, these sessions, five sessions. And uh, it is at $182 or 15,000 Indian rupees. And I, I, again, the two and three part payment plans are available plus the 10% or 25% uh, gift code. And of course, there's lots more information on the page about the benefits and who the package is for and some wonderful testimonials for you to check out as well. Um, and so the... The package A begins March 6th, but the personal sessions can be anytime? Yeah, that can begin in the first week of March. Okay, perfect. Got it. Yeah. Awesome. 
So again, please do take a look at the packages and see which one resonates with you. Anyway, some people like the group work, some people love one-on-one. -on -one. And for one-on-one, -on -one, you know, there's five sessions for $182, which is unheard of. <laughs> so you want to definitely take a look at that and see which one resonates with you. All right. So now I know you wanted to do take us through a process as well, right? Yeah. So if there are any questions before that? Yeah. Let me just, uh, there are some questions in the chat. So, and so if you do have a question, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in your chat. Uh, there's some questions from... Uh, Sulis was, uh, she said that cord clearing, she's heard that cord clearing is a better option than cord cutting. Any insights on that? Yeah, definitely cord clearing. Now the cord clearing can happen only when, when uh, the closure happens, because when the closure happens, automatically the cord is cleared. So cord cutting, as I mentioned, cord cutting is actually, it is just, it is, it is just for your psychological benefit. Oh, I've cut the cord. There are so many people when we, when we do a consult, when we do counseling, the people, oh, there was this challenging relationship and I've cut all cords with him and now I'm done with him, but then still there is this issue and still there is this issue. So, so cord cutting doesn't work, basically, if you ask me, my, my opinion. Yeah, cord clearing can happen only through a process. Cord clearing can happen only once the karmic bonds, there is a closure reached on the karmic, karmic bonds. And it is then only that the cord cord gets cleared and that is what should be the ultimate aim to clear the cord so it is actually a different terminology into into the same thing when we talk about closure it is about cord clearing only yeah and then linda's asking what if what, what about if you had no mother present during your formative years oh good question so uh, there was this uh, case which had come up to uh, me and then there was this uh, person who was uh, facing father issues now, all his symptoms showed that there were father issues. But then he had never seen his father. His father had passed away even before he was born. That means when he was in his mother's womb, the father had passed away. Now, there was no absolutely no interaction with his father, not even seen his father. But then still, his, his uh, state uh, showed that uh, there are father, the symptoms showed that there are father issues. So when we got into <coughs> sorry, the sessions, he was carrying, he was actually carrying the burden. He was actually carrying, carrying the thing wherein he had that, that hurt, that deep hurt within him. Is that why has my father left me? Why did my father leave me alone? And whenever he used to see other people uh, around him, their father so happy, father and son so happy, and anytime see a movie or something, he used to actually get into deep hurt as to why did my father not stay back from me? He was as a little child, you don't know uh, as you grow up, you become mature, you know that that was your life, that was your contract of that particular person, you went away. But as a child, since childhood only, he had that thought in his mind, why did my father leave me? Why is my father not present for me? And 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 that abandonment actually led led into, into non-acceptance of the father thing and that is what was showing up. And then when we uh, did the uh, process this after that then things became much better so that's how the thing is so it's it's the same thing with not having a mother figure or not having a mother around it's that sense of abandonment issue yes. and that, that's a yeah. core that's a core wound the abandonment piece Absolutely. for sure yeah. yeah um so so definitely hopefully that helps linda so yes it can definitely make a big difference and can be effect can be affecting you 
Um, all right. So, okay. So what process are we going to do now? Okay. So what we'll do now is that we will pick up yesterday was a Valentine's Day. So let us pick up any one relationship. Hmm. Any one relationship. And of course, you have that in mind. Uh, you need, don't need to spell that out. Just have that one particular relationship in your mind whom you want to heal or with the relationship that you want to heal. That relationship which is pestering you the most at this point of time. Now, it can be a friend relationship also because here it's, it's like a demo thing. It can be a relationship with a friend. It can be a relationship with a spouse. It can be a relationship with, with whomsoever, mother, father, whomsoever you want to work with uh, for this, this time here in the demo. Uh, you just, and you don't need to do anything. You don't even need to imagine that particular person. You just need to set up an intention as to you want to get into a process with this person. You need to reach a closure with this person. Definitely, if it is uh, a relationship, which is uh, a family relationship or a deep relationship, in one session, there cannot be a closure. But then what I want to take you into is how light you feel after doing this process. And that itself is a validation as to how much we are carrying in our in our uh, aura, all these things, the relationship burden, the relationship wounds are the highest wounds, are the biggest of all wounds. So after this, you will feel much lighter and you will feel as to so much a burden has gone away just by this small little thing. Your heart, you will feel that heart, maybe it was heavy right now, just look into, uh, on, on a scale of 0 to 10 as to how much heavy your heart is. Maybe it might be 10, it might be 8, it might be 7 or 10. And after the process as to how much it has come down. Right? So that is about uh, the process. After we finish the process, we will get into, look into uh, judging it as to how much. So uh, so it's it's basically just recollect any one, one particular uh, relationship you want to work with right now, right? And then there is a sound which I am putting up in the chat box. Now, this is sound which has been shared by the divine feminine Madhurga. And so this is not uh, an affirmation. This is not a switch word. This is not a mantra. Okay. This is a sound chant, a simple sound chant. Uh, this is given by Madhurga. This is given by the divine feminine. Uh, and it goes, and you have to just just chant as written, chamotesha. So as written, the same way you need to chant, chamotesha, chamotesha, chamotesha. That's all. And you can just chant this in the mind, not even you need to do it aloud. Right? So this is specific with a particular person. So as of now, you can just think about which person and go by your inner instinct. Don't try to make it up with the mind. Just your heart will itself throw up that person as, okay, this is the one with, you, with whom you should do it right now. And just keep doing this. And I will tell you at which point of time to stop. And it is then that that, that we'll stop, right? It's very, very simple. Okay, I'm not, not going to do any healing. It's a self-healing sound and automatically you will, you will feel as to how much it is benefiting you. So that is called... That is the power and that is what is the inner work, basically. Right? So let's let's close our eyes, everybody. Let's uh, get into that one relationship which is which is coming up at this point of time from within. It can be any relationship, any person on this planet. 
who's living, not living, whatever. And you will have a strong urge. And just chant this sound for that person. That's all. You don't even have to imagine that person. And just keep on chanting Chamotesha, 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 Chamotesha. Don't get into the meaning of the word because I also don't know the meaning of the word. It's just been given and we just fall in it. There have been lots and lots of miracles around this sound. So just, just do it and have your own experience as to what it is. And I'll tell you all when to stop. So just go on. No need to imagine. No need to get into what this word means.
keep continuing the sound. Keep continuing. Chamatisha, 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 Chamatisha. You can slowly stop the chant now. Keeping your eyes closed. Focus at your heart center. And look into how much clearing has been done from the heart center. Whether you feel the expansiveness of the heart. Whether you feel that the heart has become light. Slowly making little movement. Slowly, very slowly and steadily, you can come out of this state and you can open your eyes. So was everybody able to do this? I think so. It was a, a very easy process for sure. Yeah. Um, I know for myself right now, I'm feeling so much heat. Like when you said, check back into your heart space, how are you feeling? So much heat, not just in my heart chakra, but in my palms and now my whole body. And I, you know, I felt at times during the process, I, I had like... Um, deep compassion came through right just deep deep compassion and gentleness you know so <laughs> no anger bitterness etc so it's just gentleness and compassion definitely came through how was that for all of you <laughs> i mean i'm a definitely big feeler right so i definitely feel a lot but how did you feel what did you experience let us know in the chat if you can Uh, Sula said, thanks for making me cry, Vijay, right at the very beginning, but after that, I felt lighter. Good. Crying can help, for sure, to let go of some of that emotion, right? The attachment, even. So do you all feel lighter now? 
than, uh, than before we started the process? More expansive, more acceptance, less judgment, <laughs> maybe even. I'm starting to, my body's starting to come back to normal temperature, but I can see that my face is all red. It's from the, from all the energy generated during that process. Beautiful. So it's a very simple process. And um, this, uh, of course, we take it, uh, take it deeper in the, So of course we take it deeper in the in the sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Linda says, not sure I chose the right person. My son, who I believe I have a soul contract with, I need very much to disconnect from. Yeah, for somebody like a son, daughter, parent, you definitely have a soul contract with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, there's, there's no question for sure. So we need to work on all of these relationships one by one, one at a time. And definitely as you as you start working, like this is the first day and then when we get into the sessions, uh, a lot of experiences happen and then they get to know, uh, they get to know as to the technique also. It's not just about doing it there in the workshop. It is about knowing the technique, doing it. You know, there are so many relationships that need to be healed. And then once you have a first hands-on experience and and everything, it is said that that in the, in the spiritual domain, everything is experience. Because yeah. till the time you don't experience, you are made to believe. Oh, you have to believe this is God. You have to believe this is God. This is uh, so. So that is a forced belief without any experience. But then, when you have actually have a mystical experience of the divine, it is then that the actual transformation or the shift takes place. So once you have an experience and you start trusting the process, and then you start getting into it, and it's a tool which is like for a lifetime. This can help you as we attune you with the particular tool in the workshop so it, it helps you lifetime with whomsoever you have relationship issues and it it resolves relationship issues very fast very mm -hmm. quickly because this 10 minutes itself and you're starting to feel that you're feeling much lighter yeah. that. so as as you get as we get into the sessions that there have been cases wherein people not talking father and daughter not talking for 12 years 15 years 30 years and uh, reconciliation has happened with them. So when we talk about reconciliation, it is not the external reconciliation as such, because that is the external thing, which is definitely it is an individual's choice, but a closure within. So when we talk about closure within, it can be you don't talk to that person at all. It's up to you. If you feel that that person is, is of, uh, you don't feel like talking to that person, don't talk to him. So external, uh, whichever way you deal with that person is none of our business. It's all up to you. But internally, we need to have closure with everybody, whom so we have any any kind of energy imbalance. With. So that's that's the aim of the process. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Don says, my husband, and yes, my heart feels lighter. Good. <laughs> uh, Linda says, can you help me, Vijay, to release me from the bondage to my son who is a drug addict and has taken everything from me and doesn't stop? So that's a big issue for sure. Yeah. yeah. So on the face of it, you can you can uh, do the chamotesha with him regularly, with your son regularly, uh, at least 11 minutes a day, uh, in a day. So every day do it and see how it works out. 
and then of course if you get into the workshops uh, definitely uh, we can work on that we we cannot work on the addiction part of the sun but at least we can work with you uh, having a good having having acceptance of your son because when we talk about a drug addict there are certain conditions which have which have drawn which has drawn that person into that particular thing right so when you have a closure with with your son it is then that maybe you you understand that person all the more and when you start understanding that person all the more maybe you get get to a solution to help him come out of it right because in this this stage it is like blaming why is he doing this right so definitely it can help yeah I'm so sorry that you're going through that, Linda. For sure, it's difficult. Absolutely. Um, okay, so any other questions or comments from the process that we just did or any questions about the, the workshop or the personal sessions, um, ask away. Or you can, you can also ask in the uh, Telegram group after the live call. You can ask in the Telegram group. Vijay will be there answering your questions. Yeah. What else did you want to do today? Um, oh, hold on. Let me just ask Sulis's question. So the mantra can help strengthen the bond with our children? Absolutely. Absolutely. Your children will start listening to you. There are many, <laughs> many parents, children don't listen to them. And then once they've started and they've gone through the process, the children have started listening to them. Like teenagers nowadays, the teenagers, they don't listen anywhere in any part of the world. They yeah. don't listen to their parents. And they're very aggressive and... and they don't have a good bond with parents. They don't share. But then there have been experience, hands-on experience of people who have done this and gone through this process and, and the children are listening to them. They are sitting with them and, and they're sharing their, their space with them. So a lot of, lot of changes happen. Nice. So it can strengthen the good bond, but also if it can, like the closure part of it is like, there's no more of that soul contract anymore. Right? Yeah. That's what... Yeah. That means, it's closing yeah. the soul contracts it is closing the contract and then and once once we close the the challenging contracts the karmic soul contracts which are going on once that have reached a closure it is then that new contracts of of goodwill good being uh happiness joy that that can be formed but mm -hmm. what we are trying to do majority of the people what they are trying to do is that in this current state they are trying to get into new new bonds new contracts so new contracts cannot be made till the time these old contracts are closed and done with energetically so my my work is to help you close these contracts right. yeah awesome good thank you all right uh anything else that, that we want to discuss today vj i'm just trying to check look at my notes as well um, nothing that comes to my mind definitely i'll be there on telegram so if there are any queries all those of you who are there, uh, all those of you who are there and uh, uh, in the replay as well, and you can get in touch in the Telegram group and I'll be there answering your query and then you can take it up from there. Uh, Linda's asking, are these packages available anytime or is there an immediate time with which we need to get them? Well, the, the, the workshop starts March 6th, so you want to get it before yeah. that. <laughs> before okay, that, so. no, not before that, 6th of March. Yeah, no, I know. So, so yeah. yeah, so like purchase the package before the 6th of March. Ah, okay. Right, because it's starting then. Mm -hmm. So you want to definitely yeah. purchase the package before then. Yeah. Um, 
so hopefully so you have like two and a half weeks at least anyways right to to get the package so if you can't get it right away you know you still have some time yes but yes. Mark and whichever, and whichever I, anybody is drawn to if you want to yeah. do one-on-one -on -one work that's okay if you want to do a group work and you feel that is enough, then that also is okay. whatever whatever you're drawn to yeah so i will um i will what was, I, I i will put in the dates uh, on the special offer page after we finish and yeah. Uh, so no, Linda, you just click on the on the special offer page where it says buy now or whatever it says. You just say, it says get VJ's package A or get VJ's package B. Just click on that. Right. So so I will be sending the link to the special offer page also in the uh, email again, but I'll send it to you here to, as well because obviously you're needing it now. So hold on, here's the link to the special offer page, okay? But I will be sending that in the replay email and it'll be on um, on the YouTube as well. It's already there, okay? So just go there and sign up there, okay? Does that make sense? I think so, <laughs> awesome. And like I said, if you have any questions uh, about the packages, about the healing, about the workshop, you can um, ask VJ in the Telegram group. So hopefully you have all already joined the Telegram group. Again, the link to join the Telegram group is also in the emails <laughs> as well. Okay. And I think it's uh, it's also on the main page and on the on VJ's page at the bottom. It's there about um, joining Telegram. Yep, it's there too. So. There's lots of places where you can find it. And if you have any questions, just email me. Okay. Awesome. Any last words of wisdom for us, Vijay? So, uh, okay. So there's this quote. Let me just give uh, it about the evolved life transformation. Because uh, there have been uh, nowadays, it's become a fad to actually speak about ascension and all this terminology. But actually, getting into this, it's it's really a it's it's really a process wherein some masters took thirty years, the Buddha himself took around seven to eight years, and it was like regress. It was not like because we are in our own work as well. They were like they had left everything and then they were into that space, and it took them like twenty four by seven by three sixty five. They were in that space, and mm -hmm. it took him seven to eight years. So yeah, we speak about ascension a lot but then it's it's really work to be done and uh, and let me tell you each step which we take towards ascension it is is worth a mile right so it's about the the uh, the evolve the life transformation it's some shared tears of joy some feeling of fulfillment some discover their relations some connect to their departed loved ones some recover stuck up money some learn their lessons in life some release their hurts, some reconnect with their loved ones, some experience a shift and so much more. There is something in it for all and this something is a breakthrough and it all happens in, in the evolved the life transformations. So if you're drawn to it, take a conscious call. Just, just, just look into your heart and, and, and look into as to what is the need of your soul, your innermost core at this point of time. And if you feel you really need to become lighter, and you really, really need to take up this work and, and move two giant steps towards uh, ascension. Of course, this is not 
This is the basic thing. You take it up from there. Then definitely this one is for you, right? If not, then maybe at this point of time, there is no karmic linkage between the two of us. And uh, maybe at a future time, in a future, uh, in the future course of life, definitely yes. Beautiful. And thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Deep gratitude to you. This has been my first uh, first time here. And uh, and uh, thank you so much. Uh, lovely people. I can't see their faces, but then, <laughs> yeah, I can I can sense good energies. And uh, really nice, really nice. Thank you. Thank you, Elena, for having me here. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of uh, this lovely journey. Yes, nice thank you so much, that. everyone, for being here. Yeah. Again, check yeah. out the packages. I, you know, package A is $91 for seven calls, right? Seven Zoom calls. And then package B is five uh, individual one-on-one -on -one sessions for 182 So take a look, see what resonates. Uh, go watch this uh, replay as well, again, because there's so much wisdom in this in this call. So watch that again. Do the process again with maybe a different relationship, right? um and see how that feels for you so just you know use your knowing trust yourself okay and again um please do if you haven't joined the telegram group please do join there and ask you know questions of vj there he's going to be there um after the call All right so thank you so much everyone ah oh, we got two people from germany suzanne and sulis awesome i'm sure there's more but yes today <laughs> and i'm in austria as you all know so Europe is here. Yes, for sure. Um, all right, everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I will share the link for the Telegram group. If you don't already have it, it is, uh, like I said, it's in the emails, but I'll share it right now as well. One second. Give me, give me, let me just share that right here quickly. There you go. Right. So please do join the Telegram group. There's also a WhatsApp group. There's also a Facebook group. So, but for the questions, it's all in the Telegram group. I, I don't like Facebook for that. It's too complicated. Um, so join the Telegram group if you can, okay? All right, everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank Until you. next time, you so may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings. Thank you again, VJ, so much. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, bye, everyone. Bye-bye.